0: Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton, and today we're going to talk. About improving your time management. Now, this seems to be a really hot topic for a lot of people. Most people don't feel like they have enough time. Most people can't find the time. Uh, some people lose time, or time goes too fast, or you know they they can't seem to manage their time properly, and so time really becomes this this massive things for things for us. So, I'm going to dive into uh, just unpacking this a little bit and giving you some tools to actually quote unquote, manage your time better. And before I do that, I just wanna quickly remind you for all the guys that are out there checking this out, uh, whether you are listening to this in the podcast, uh, on Spotify, Stitcher, or iTunes, or you're watching this on YouTube, um, definitely head on over to Facebook and join the Man Talks community. We've got something like thirty five hundred men in there right now from a, from around the world. Great group of guys. We talk about everything from fitness to finance to fatherhood, and uh, we've got we've got some challenges going on right now. We've got a no thirty day no porn challenge. So if you want to partake in that, definitely go over there and check out the group. And uh, and we've got a new group starting called the Alliance that I'm personally leading. And it's going to be a men's group. It's four months long. We're going to talk about uh, defining and uncovering your purpose in life. We're going to talk about mindset, mastering relationships, and professional development. So definitely head on over and check that out. Uh, so let's let's dive straight, straight into this because time management is a bit of a misconception. Most people are so worried about managing their time that they end up managing their schedule. And they are trying to pack as much as humanly possible into their schedule. Now, the challenge that they miss out on is that it's not time that you are managing, but rather the things that you focus on. So most people don't regret what they do in a day or a week, or they don't regret, regret what they've done at work during the day. The, the thing that seems to take up the most time perceptually, like in, in their own mind, is what captures their attention. So it's not that they've done the wrong things. It's not that they've wasted wasted their time looking at emails compulsively or scrolling through Instagram compulsively. It's that what has captured their attention has been things that they ultimately aren't desiring. And what I mean by that is most people's attention is captured by anxieties of the future. A lot of people's attention is captured by regrets of the past, things that they should have done that morning or the week before or when they were a kid, experiences that they haven't had that they want to have, uh, projects about the future that they want to build that aren't underway, <laughs> things that they need to do tomorrow that are consuming their time and energy in the current moment. So you can see how all of these past and future Thoughts are infringing on what they think about in the present moment because what captures your attention captures your time. And what you think about most is who you actually become. It's not so much about the things you do. While those things are important, they are a result of what you think about most. So if you think that you're not enough and you find evidence, you're going to find evidence for that. Or when you don't believe that, that you're lovable, then you find evidence that will validate that. So the same thing is true if you don't feel like you have enough time, what you will constantly be looking at in your schedule during your day throughout the moments where you actually have peace and quiet by yourself in those quiet moments all alone is you will be thinking about inevitably how you don't have enough time. And even in the moments where you are literally in the moment of time and you have five minutes by yourself most people spend that five minutes, not recharging, but trying to avoid the thoughts about the, how they don't have enough time. So they'll, that's where they'll move to watching YouTube videos, watching Netflix, watching, uh, you know, whatever it is, scrolling through Instagram, compulsively checking emails, even though, you know, they, they only have five emails in their inbox that they don't want to respond to at that time. So the reality here is that your brain is a pattern recognition machine and it observes what patterns you assign to it that that means that what you think about all the time is how you perceive time to be so when you think of that you don't have enough time or that you're never going to have enough time that's what you end up manifesting that's what you're training your brain to observe so the first step is not to look at how your schedule is so full But to look at the pockets of time that you have where there's nothing in there, to intentionally schedule in five minutes of time between calls, between meetings, to intentionally schedule in 10 or 15 minutes of time where you throughout the day aren't scrolling through your phone, aren't checking emails. To really carve out time so that you can see that you have some of it. Because the majority of people pack their day so full that in the moments where they actually do have time to themselves, they fill it with a distraction. They fill it with a numbing agent, whether it's drinking Coca-Cola or eating a bag of chips or, you know, zombieing out on some version of social media and calling that rest and rejuvenation. But the problem is is that our brain doesn't think that we've actually had empty space. Literally sit in a chair and stare at a wall and notice your thoughts for five minutes of the day and it can change your life because you'll start to observe how your thoughts are taking you out of the moment. So if I was to break this process down, it would be observe, identify, and ask. So observe what your thoughts are, identify the time and space that they're going to, whether they're wandering off into the future, or they are based in the past somewhere, and ask yourself to come back into the present moment. Ask yourself to come back into the present moment. I want to be present. I come back to the present moment. That's that's the first thing. The second thing is to notice that time management is not about managing time per se. You can't actually manage time. Time is a construct that is immovable. It's it's not a movable force. Time just is... And there's nothing that you can do individually to actually move time. So you're not moving time necessarily when you manage time. What you're managing is priorities. Now, if you really want to get clear and effective in your time, what you do is you start to manage your priorities. And what that takes, what that actually entails is sitting down and looking at your day and and, and asking yourself, what are my top priorities? What is the most Uh, what I like to do is I call them my top five. What are my top five priorities for the day? And what I will do is I will choose four priorities and leave one empty for the inevitable fire that is going to come up. (laughs) I will leave one empty for just the random chaos that life brings on a day-to-day basis. And that way there's room for the inevitable unknowable the inevitable unknowable to arise and to kick you off your game and to to know that that's okay. So if you want to manage your time, manage your priorities, sit down at the beginning of the day, if you have a drive to work, if you ride the train to work, literally take two to five minutes to prioritize. Here's what the top five priorities are. I need to email this person. I need to call that person. I need to finish this uh, proposal or project. Those are my top five priorities. And I will attack them individually in this order specifically based on how much time I think that they need. And if you really want to get effective with your priorities, do the easiest priority first. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but it creates momentum. Now, some people say do the most challenging priority first, but that if you're in a space where you feel like you're not good at time management and you're not good at managing priorities, that's going to seem overwhelming. It's going to be hard to do that and you'll be easier, you'll be more susceptible to fall into a trap of, of procrastinating. And it'll be easier for you to fall into a trap of going on social media and distracting yourself and numbing out because you'll feel resistance. But if you attack the easiest one, firing off the email, boom, you've created a step of momentum. You can feel that in your body. You can feel that in your mind. Ah, I've done something. And you can continue to make progress on that. So those are the two things. Look at how you define time. Start to notice the small pockets of time that you have throughout the day and actually allow yourself to be in those moments. Go for a five-minute walk without your freaking cell phone. Allow yourself to be present in the lunchroom or allow yourself to be present on the drive to work without music, without noise, without distraction and really allow yourself to have time uh, in those moments where you don't have anything scheduled. Nobody has a fully scheduled day. I don't care who you are. I've worked with the CEOs and executives of Fortune 500 companies. Nobody has a day that from five o'clock in the morning until 11 o'clock at night is fully booked and scheduled. And if you are one of those people, if you're an anomaly that I haven't met yet, then all that I would say to you is schedule in five, two to five minutes of nothing, of nothing. No social media no email, and start to notice how your perspective of time actually shifts. It begins to evolve. You begin to see more of it. You become more present to the current moment. So that, and start to manage your priorities. Organize your day through priorities, not from time, and your life will fundamentally shift and change. So that's what I have for you today. Um, Guys, don't forget check out the Facebook group, uh, Talks community on Facebook. Please, please, please leave a review, leave a rating for us. We're on Spotify. We are on uh, has sticker. I was going to say sticker, but that's not it. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, man it forward. Share this podcast with one person and check out the Alliance, mantox.com forward slash the-alliance or you can just check it out. It's in the menu bar at the top of mantox.com. So until next time, this is Connor Beaton signing off. Thanks for joining me. And I look forward to having a conversation with you next week.